Hello everyone, welcome back to the Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Mark. Uh, this episode is going to be a little different with the holiday weekend. Uh, I am going to um, do the news first here, and then I'll be joined by Tom for the second half of the podcast. Um, so, don't be confused that the segments have been shifted. There's no topic this week. Uh, we just talk about the games we played and the um, retro roulette games. So, without further ado, let's get into the news. Um, something that happened two days uh, after we uh, published last week. Um, the fact that Sony is raising um, prices on the PlayStation 5 um, in various countries. I think basically everywhere else except the United States um, is seeing like a slight increase um, in their payments. Um, you know, we're, you know, talking like Europe and Japan and, you know, um, for some odd reason, especially not the United States, which seems kind of odd. Um, you would think that they... Um, if they did it across the board, they do it across the board. But um, it seems to be affecting just everybody outside the states, um, which led to the obvious questions going up to Microsoft and Nintendo: Are they going to raise to match? Um, because Jim Ryan basically blamed it on you know inflation and stuff like that. Um, so obviously, he was asking, you know, what they do. Uh, Microsoft has said that there is no plans to increase prices um, across the board. Is pretty solid no. Um, you know, things could change there, uh, but um, they seem pretty set on how they're selling with Game Pass and things like that. They don't really need to. They can take the loss. Microsoft has a lot of them. Um, and Nintendo um, said no, um, you know, probably not raising the prices, but uh, if you look back, they had a stealth raise when they brought out the um, QLED uh, switches with the new screens. And they've raised those $50. Those are $50 more than your normal switches. So they technically, um, even though it was a different SKU, um, they raised their prices a little bit ago. Um, so I don't expect them to be raising anytime soon. But it's something definitely to monitor in the um, upcoming months and um, as these systems have the weirdest life cycle that I've seen for consoles, at least since I've been paying heavy attention to it. So... Uh, moving on to uh, the this is being the beginning of the month. Um, we have some new things coming out um, for Game Pass and um, you know PlayStation Plus. We'll start off with uh, Xbox uh, uh, Game Pass. Um, mentioned today that they are um, doing the friends and family tier. They're testing it out in Ireland and Colombia uh, for uh, it looks like it'll be like yeah, around like twenty one euro roughly in Ireland. Uh, so what you can do is you're going to add one player who pays the bill and then four people can be on that account. This is great for not just families, but for friends as well. Um, so your groups and they would all have their own separate. You don't have to worry about someone being online and playing the same game. You guys can play the same games. So interesting thing there. Um, and I know recently uh, the Xbox added all the Yakuza games and this will become a great thing in the future once the um the activision call of duty stuff comes in so uh yeah yeah game pass looking for a way to get even more people involved with it still the greatest deal in video games right now i will take that to my grave at the um, for playstation they announced their uh new games uh for uh both uh, i'm not going to go through them all because it's like different things on different tiers but um let you know the monthly games, the ones you get for free for just being on generic PlayStation uh, Plus, 
Um, you're getting Need for Speed Heat. Um, uh, it looks like like a, an RPG anime like a fighting game sort of maybe RPG. I will. Um, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I think it's a fighting game. I could be wrong. Um, and then uh, Toem uh, is the other one, which could which many people had as their games of the year, games they've really enjoyed. Um, so it's definitely at least one good game in this um, group, depending on your thoughts on Need for Speed. Um, and then when you get into your extra and premium tiers, um, Deathloop is going to be free. Um, Watch Dogs 2... Um, Assassin's Creed Origins, which is all part of that, I believe, the Ubisoft Plus stuff um, being a part of it. Um, so you're starting to see a lot of games like that. Um, so, yeah, just uh, if you have the um, next level up um, to there, um, it seems to be working out fine. I don't know if you need to go full at top of the line. Um, you know, you have, like I said, you have little things like chicory and things you may have Wanted to play but didn't, but nothing really holding you to it. Yeah, and then the uh, classics are adding Siphon Filter 2 um, and Sly Cooper, which might be the best games there. Um, so, yeah, yeah, these these things still seem to be of value, but not um, placing the bus isn't as great as uh, Game Pass because they do the game one, uh, day one for Microsoft published games. So, like first party games. So, that will always keep them above. Um, PlayStation Plus for now. Speaking of this, um, a game that will probably be um, on, if the deal goes through, on Game Pass. Um, I don't know if it'll be ready for this one, but going forward it will. Uh, Microsoft came out and promised that Call of Duty will stay on the PlayStation as well as on Microsoft. This is a no-brainer. Even though you would love exclusivity for a game like Call of Duty, it sells way too much money on every other system to just try and funnel everyone to yours. You're leaving way too much money on the table to do that. Um, you know, it's been scrutiny from all the governments trying to get in on this deal. You know, saying that they're going to take these big games and not uh, that are worldwide to not make them, uh, you know, cross-platform. Uh, but you know, it, it's fun. it's nice to see that Microsoft is coming out in front of this, saying, you know, Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation. It gives you hope for some of the other games, um, not all of them, um, that are Activision-based. Uh, you. You'll probably see a lot more. The Bethesda stuff is a lot more going to be locked. Like Starfield will be locked, um, but you know, games like Mod, like Warzone and, and Call of Duty, and games that have a bigger appeal on PlayStation than Xbox in some cases. Um, Microsoft's not stupid enough to uh, keep it off that system. Speaking of Ubisoft from earlier, um, they confirmed uh, their new Assassin's Creed game, which is Assassin's Creed Mirage. Um, which looks like it takes place somewhere in the Middle East. I'm going to assume probably like Iran or Saudi Arabia or something like that um, in that part of the world because there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, history you can you can delve into to that area that they haven't touched in, in previous games. Uh, so that the reveal will come on September 10th, so be sure to watch the full reveal there. This, from what it has been leaked, um, this is going to be just single player without the RPG elements, so more hearkening back to 1 and 2. Um, than the recent ones that have come out, you know, Origins and, and you know, the more recent ones. So, you know, it, I haven't played the RPG ones as much as I played the first Assassin's Creed and, and maybe the, you know, having so much freedom and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, I might give this game a shot. You know, it'll probably show up on PlayStation Plus at some point. Um, but yeah, yeah, so uh, if you are a huge Assassin's Creed fan, 
the new game is coming out on September 10th. Uh, or not, the, the reveal is on September 10th, but it'll probably be out, um, I expect, uh, later this year. Um, and we'll end our news segment um, on some good news, um, some positive things. I know we, we rag about things in the industry a lot um, on here, make jokes and stuff, but um, it was announced that Riot Games and, and the company Take This um, teamed up to um, uh, support mental health of gamers and people in the gaming industry. Um, it's sort of just a way, I guess, for developers and programmers and stuff who are maybe having a little bit hard time, you know, have somewhere to go, some materials on, you know, how to, you know, deal with that or places to go, you know, take this as a nonprofit. So, you know, they are there to help out, um, the community, uh, here. So, um, so they want to just make some kind of curriculum so that people, uh, don't burn out, um, as quickly in the industry. And they've even doubled that back to um, like streamers. Um, for those of you out there that stream, and I know I felt this on a much smaller scale, um, is that streamer burnout is very real. Um, even if you're not getting as many uh, viewers as when I stream solo, um, there just comes a time if you do it where you're just like, I, I, I'd rather do something else. I don't want to be on today. And then that becomes, I don't want to be on this week. And so maybe this um, this joint effort can help, you know, keep streamers from, you know, you know having having a mental health issue um, just because of, you know, the stress of streaming. So um, it'll be fun. There's a bunch of panels and stuff people can listen to. But I think this is a good first step uh, in regards to taking away the, um, the barriers um, that these people in this position have had to, you know, make sure that they have a good balance, a good mental health balance uh, while, while dealing with the demands of, of the industry, whether you're on the content creation side or the uh, development side. So, yeah, yeah. If, if you want to get it, I, w- I would suggest going to first, or for going to take this and just, um, if you're out there and you're a streamer and just want to figure some of this stuff out, just uh, go go check that out for you. So, And that is the news. Um as I said in the beginning, we're doing a little bit different structure tonight. Um, and now I am joined by Tom, number one gamer dad at the moment, um, <laughs> to let us know what we've been talking about. Tom, right. so uh, I know you made a special request to want to jump on here, even be- even though you had a little bit limited of time because of Game Vault Baby, um, because you had beat a video game. I did. It's amazing. I didn't think I'd ever be able to do that again. But I did manage to beat Shredder's Revenge, TMNT Shredder's Revenge. And it's almost like a perfect dad game because levels, the levels are short and it saves your progress every time. But it still plays like an arcade game. So you can just pick it up and play whenever you want. And man, this might be this might be my game of the year, Mark. This is uh, it's it's just really good. I don't I, I, I don't I don't know if it's nostalgia or what, but. They really hit the nail on the head with this game. Yeah, and from the little I played it with Jonathan on stream, it was it was great. Um, so yeah, what 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 did you like about it? Um, let's see. So the music was really good, and the art style. Uh, it it took from that 16-bit era, but it made it look nice on a on like a a, a new TV, so it didn't look like blotchy crap scrolling all over your screen. Uh, and the gameplay was great. It's one of those games where 
if you want to be good at it and learn all the moves, it allows you to do that. But at the same time, if you don't feel like getting that, like putting that much time into it, you can just button mash and it'll just be fun, just like an arcade game. But towards the end, you actually need to like have a strategy because they start throwing tons of enemies at you from both sides, like all the time. And there's like specialized, there's specialized enemies that you get here and there. Um, And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. The, the bosses are, are good. They, they don't they don't kill you with the difficulty on the bosses which is nice and the uh all all of the levels themselves are are really well done i can't say i had any real problems go, getting through it i might have had one level i had one or two levels i had to play more than once but man i can't say enough good things about about that game it uh like i said it's probably could be my game of the year this year and just just for the mere fact that I was able to beat it, that should tell you how good it was and how yeah. easy to get through it was. And it's got harder difficulties, which is also another good thing. Did you uh, run into any bugs? I did not run into any bugs. I didn't have anything where anything broke or like I like an achievement didn't pop. Pretty much anything that I that went through on the screen was fine. I didn't have any problems. Yeah, yeah, I was interested with single player because um, I know there's a lot of multiplayer bugs. Um, yeah, I heard that, but I didn't have any, I didn't have any, any weird issues. Yeah. It sounded all like network stuff anyway. Cause when me and Jonathan are playing, he basically had to single handedly beat a boss because I couldn't see the second boss. That's a problem. Yeah. Like it looked like to me that the second, like the second boss popped up and then it looked like it like went off screen to like do a move and it would come back, but it never came back for me. <laughs> and Jonathan kept going, why are you hitting him? I'm like, I don't <laughs> Hitting what? I don't Hitting see what? anything. Um, so yeah, that 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 was the only issue we had. Um, I, the other thing I've seen, this was early, so they may have fixed all this by now for everybody listening out there. So go check it out with your friends. Um, they would do a thing where every so often one of the people would just not show up on the screen, like their thing would be at the top, but their right. character wouldn't show up. Well, that's a problem um, too. There, yeah. So. Uh, hopefully a lot of that stuff has been fixed. I'm hoping by now. Uh, but yeah. And, uh, did you 100% it? Forgive me I if you did didn't. say that. Yeah. Uh, you, because, well, I hundred percented a couple of things, but I didn't hundred percent the game itself. Uh, to get a hundred percent, you have to play multiplayer. And I, I, oh, the okay. times when I was playing would not have made sense for anybody else to play. So, yeah. uh, I just did it myself. So I, I got all the collectibles. I, I did okay. do that. Because I'm a wacko and want to want to collect all the stuff in these games. Because it wasn't too difficult. That part wasn't too hard. But doing all the challenges—that's something I don't have time for. Like okay. maybe maybe ten years ago, I had I had time to do that. But at this stage of life, I don't have time to do all the challenges. Like if they were easy enough in a level and I looked at it ahead of time, I might try it. But if it's like do a, finish a level without getting hit, I'm not doing that. That's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah, the um, I guess you could say you 100 percent at the equivalent in, in single player of just getting all the collectibles they ask you for, like not yeah. doing challenges. It's like everything you could have seen in the game you saw, yeah. essentially. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. uh, but like a, a lot of the collect, like the some of the collectibles were funny, like jokes that like the I don't know if you've ever heard of like the punk frogs in that okay. universe. Yeah, we but couldn't figure it out. So there's some of the collect. There, 
some of yeah. the collectibles they're like a a joke because they're not they're not really they're like the the <laughs> second rate uh ninja yeah. turtles i guess yeah because me and john so. are like are there four of like we couldn't because we found a bunch of them but they didn't show up on the uh the map yeah yeah but. they're they you unlock like the the person to talk to for them way later so okay. that's why you probably didn't see it yeah that but, was yeah. the one thing we were confused by but I'm glad to see that that game, you know, actually sticks to landing. Oh, it definitely does. I yeah. would highly recommend anybody who enjoys Turtles in Time or any any like Konami beat 'em up like that. Like even if you like X Men, something like something like that from back in the day, you should pick this game up because it's uh, it's a lot of fun and it's on Game Pass. So yeah. you're, if you have Game Pass, you really have no excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I still have it downloaded in both locations since I have PC and Series X Game Pass. So anytime someone wants to run multiplayer at any point, um, I am available if it matches up, obviously. I'm assuming you were doing it during working hours. Yeah, that's <laughs> most of my gaming gets done during working hours at this point because that's that's when Game Ball Baby likes to yeah. sleep. Yeah, yeah. So um, have, have you snuck in anything else? Uh, I have been playing a good amount of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, oh, now, now I I'm gonna blank on the name. It's it's one of the the remakes. Um, it's not. It's ah. Uh, here we go. Chain of Memories. That's what it was. Okay. I'm at the final boss, but it's a it's it's one of those Japanese RPG final bosses. It's got four forms and pain in the ass. Oh, you mean like that photo of the Pope that was on Twitter a week or yeah. so ago? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I I haven't even gotten through the first form of the boss yet, so I'm not looking forward to like I keep thinking about going and playing it, and then I go I I have to like focus to beat this, <laughs> so I need like I need to make sure that I'm 100% ready uh, when I when I play it, otherwise. I'll just get smoked by this yeah. boss. And the the most annoying part is there's like a cheese move in that game that everybody uses on every other boss. Doesn't work for him. Doesn't work on this boss. So yep. sounds about right. That's what I'm that's what I'm dealing with right now. That's the <laughs> next game I'm I'm like on the precipice of of beating. So hopefully next time I'm on here I'll be able to tell you I I beat another Kingdom Hearts game because this, that's that one's been burning a hole for a while. I've had that game like I've been I played it on and off for it's probably been a year and a half now because I was still on the podcast when I like full time when yeah. I was trying to beat it originally. And it's just been a pain, a pain because it's a, it's a card based game. Yeah. So it's not like a real it's not like a real Kingdom Hearts. I mean, it is, but it isn't because you have to um, you have to all of your attacks are based on card draws so like if you draw a card that's less than you know what what they draw then you lose and it's just it's all rng based on what they pull so that's one of the things i don't like about it but it yeah. is it is what it is i need to get through it so i can play the other like the better games because <laughs> there's way better games but i just you know i haven't had a chance to play it be, play them because i wanted to get i wanted to play them in order so once i'm done with this one my plan is to play Kingdom Hearts 2 and then go on from there. But I have to beat this one, and this one is the one that's holding me back at the moment. 
Yeah. So, um, and I'm assuming that's it. Um, that's that's you. pretty yeah. much. I mean, I've been messing around with Forza Horizon Five because they came out with the Hot Wheels DLC, and that's been okay. fun. But it's I haven't really delved into it all that much. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, um, as we joke about on here, um, since the last podcast, John Madden has come down from his mountain um, and uh, allowed video games to be released again. Um, so I play. I've been playing a little bit of the trial of um, uh, Madden 23 because apparently the PC and PS5 or Xbox titles um, are completely different. Um, like almost all the new features in the uh, next gen systems are not on PC. That's um, really weird. I don't understand. Yeah. I guess I guess because they have to go to the lowest common denominator in PC, which can be like a potato. Yeah. But they should at least give you the option to like download a, a sh- like a shader pack, yeah. like an HD shader pack. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, I'll probably be playing my roster update on Madden 23 on the PC just if I need to play football because um, I'm not paying $70 for this broken piece of shit. Um, uh, I'll wait for it to be free on on um, on Game Pass uh, in the spring. Uh, but yeah, game's still broken, even though this was supposed to be the most. Um, polished madden in years um i guess you could make that claim but that was a very low bar (laughs) to clear um there's still the weird things where i have only had one um bug where um a guy uh the ball basically my receiver ran to the spot but instead turn around and catch the ball like he's supposed to um because the way they have the system set up for quarterbacks it's a lot harder to do manual catch um like you can still do it, um, but they set it up for you to more be like a quarterback and precision precision pass, um, a little bit more like an updated vision cone thing. Um, but anyway, I threw the pass, set it up, and my receiver just kept running, and the ball just went behind him. Like didn't even didn't even go into the animation to catch the ball, just oh. kept on going. This is why I don't play <laughs> Madden anymore. I could not deal with that. And, yeah, I laughed, and I've had the times where my my blockers don't block anyone uh, because the AI breaks and they just stand in there like pass block in a run play thing. Yeah. Um, so that's happened a bunch, but I'll say some of the animations for running are better. Um, they added a, um, a struggle button. Um, like you can tap uh, stiff arm and your guy will try and push the tackler off them um, and sort of fight forward um, instead of as soon as you get wrapped up, you're done sort of thing. Um, so it, it emphasizes gang tackles and stuff like that, like getting multiple defenders over there. Um, but yeah, when you're playing on the lower levels, which I'm playing on pro just to play it, like not looking for a challenge, you tap that button real quick and the guy's off. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, if you're be, playing that, easy, it's, I would hate, I would absolutely hate that if that was a thing Yeah. all the time. And I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, if you, and it's only really when you're running through from the line of scrimmage. Like, if they tackle you in the field, normally you can't do it. But it's sort of like one of those things, like, if you get hit in the hole, you can just sort of struggle your way to fall for three yards or four yards. Um, sort of, it's it's nice touch to anybody that's played all these Maddens uh, before. So, um, I've been playing through that. I've been playing FIFA with the English Premier League starting up again. Um, FIFA's still great. Um, the, there's so many little things that if you want to challenge yourself... That, that game can just be like like perfection um, while playing it. Um, and it's just, yeah, it, it's, it, it takes me a while to get 
to the uh, thing of doing like being able to do fancy footwork moves and stuff like that on the computer. Um, but yeah, it still it looks and sounds great. I can't wait for 23 because they're supposed to be updating the physics on the ball, which frustrate me a little bit still um, and, and improving the crowd stuff, um, which I think they should be focusing on that exclusively, to be honest. Um, uh, so I've been uh, playing through that, uh, playing through some NCAA on the computer. You know, I'm just opening with, you know, all my sports stuff here. Um, yeah, just uh, basically going going through that stuff in the meantime. The big non-sports uh, game I'm playing is I'm still playing through Cult of the Lamb. Um, that game's great. Um, it's one of those where I can see it'll probably end up in my uh, top 10 or maybe even top five um, games of the year. Uh, but I can see myself needing to finish it in December sort of thing. Um, kind of like what I yeah, kind of like what I did with Death's Door last year, where I played like when it came out and played through like two bosses and then just put it down because other things no. came out. Have you messed with any of the stream integration stuff? Um, no, um, that could be something we could do, uh, you know, later. Um, I, I when I've been playing it, it's been like two people have been like watching stream. <laughs> so it's like this yes, isn't maybe extra life when more people watch. We'll yeah. do something with it. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's real fun. Um, like I said, I named it after all of our, uh, you know, uh, community members uh, manually. And I didn't sacrifice any of you. Um, I did sacrifice Jen because they require you to do it once. And she was the oldest person <laughs> in the community. Um, so, and got me the most points for sacrificing. So I sacrificed her and then I resurrected her. Um, oh, well, that's good. Yeah. And then the only person that's not buried on in my cult um, with a grave and all all that good stuff is Jonathan because I ascended him. Um, he became a god um, <laughs> again because you need to do it. It's like part of the tutorial. Um, yeah, so I picked. I was like, yeah, who's the oldest of the people I've named? You know, so um, that was fun watching it pop up and be like, ah, oh, um, you know. I am Hoffman is dead. <laughs> you know, it's like, ah, oh. or, you know, Roxy Foxy has died. You know, that, that little cute stuff is fun to pop up. And when you do it with Twitch, um, it pops up with their, yeah, I was doing Twitch handles, but it pops up with like their bar changes to like the Twitch icon. Yeah. Um, so you know who it is. Um, that's one of your community members and not someone you created. Um, the combat is very, um, it's somewhere between Hades and B Binding of Isaac um, in the sense that uh, Binding of Isaac, you would, if I remember correctly, because I haven't played it in like seven years. Um, you would start out with different weapons like you do here. Um, and it's random what you start with sometimes. Um, so here it's the same thing. It's random. You, you have like a bank of um, weapons, you know, roguelikes shit. Um, unlike Hades, where you got to choose your weapon uh, to start with. Uh, so, but you, it's procedurally generate. Literally, when you go into the, the level, it comes up. It says generating rooms, one of ten, two of, you know. So they generate each room, you know, um, each time you go in. Uh, so it's fun. Bosses, um, uh, turns into a little bit of a Dark Souls-type-esque fight with bosses. You got to, like, learn their patterns and stuff. So sometimes, unless if it's an easy pattern, you, like, you have to beat it the second time through. He's like, all right, this one flies and then shoots the thing. And then, you know, so I dodge, hit, dodge, you know, and you start learning it that way. But 
that's pretty fun. It's going to end up definitely on my list. Just not sure where. Um, and then the other thing I did, I did this on stream. Um, I finished As Dusk Falls, which is one of those choice-based story, narrative, visual novel type games. Um, I got to say the art style grew on me as I was playing it. It was a little stop motion, like paint it, like animation. It was, yeah, it was like uh, photo cells almost. Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, um, I yeah, that's probably a better way to describe it than I did. But it's definitely stop motion in terms of, you know, they'll, um, they'll do a little bit of movement and then say their lines and then do a little bit of movement, you know, and stuff. But I was trying to make like the worst decisions and stuff like that. But I realized about an hour, hour and a half into the game that everything was supposed to be like gray area. Um, like that's, that was the story, you know, like nobody's really good. Nobody's really bad. You know, everybody, it's just, everybody makes choices. Yeah. Essentially. So I couldn't do the stupid things that you can do in until dawn where you can get your guy killed by saying stupid shit. Um, so it just became a part of, I would do what would be, I decided, um, I was saying, uh, fuck the sheriff. So anything I could do to be against the sheriff. Because uh, he was he was a bad sheriff, um, and I was it trying. To... It always it always seems like the sheriff is a piece of shit. Yeah, this one's oh. a really piece of shit. Like um, taking bribes and stuff, um, yeah. <laughs> and sort of in it with like a gambling thing from Vegas because they're in Arizona. Um, so yeah, he was a he like had money in a secret bank account. You find out by the end. Um, oh, in, like a, a real piece of shit in like a foreign country. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, uh, so I was like, yeah, so I'm just, he's, eh, fuck him, you know, I'm not going to listen to a word he says, and then my other goal was keeping the one youngest kid of who's supposed to be the villains, um, keeping him from going to jail any way I could, um, and ended up with like a nice Bonnie and Clyde storyline, um, so not in terms of killing people, but sort of like him and this girl he meets, they just go on the run together. Like natural, uh, natural born killers or something. Yeah, again, again, without the murder, without the, without the killing, right? <laughs> yeah, because he literally, I made sure he literally never killed anyone um, in there. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a fun game. It's a lot heavier um, than most of those games are in terms of the 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 um, the content it has. Um, it's telling some very adult, some very um, uh, you know mature stuff. Um, so. Be aware of that. Um, they even warn you about some content warning, trigger warning stuff in one of the scenes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I'd recommend it if you like those type of games. It's free on Game Pass. So, you know, go ahead and check it out. Um, and, yeah, that's about it. I think not this weekend because it's, it's um, you guys would have missed it on um, yesterday since it's Labor Day weekend. You know, I'm not going to, you know, start up a new game, but the next week. Um, I'm trying to figure out which game to play um, uh, for this. So um, I'm going to see if like Walking Dead's free and just be like the absolute worst person in the world in that game. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, I feel like there's there's some sort of um, choice game that's free on there. One of yeah, the I think Detroit Become Human might be on there. We'll see. I'll pick out one of them that I know allows you to be a piece of shit um, in there because I just like to... Oh, you know- you know what it might be? It might be Tales from the Borderlands. That could be good. Yeah, like I, I found out immediately that this was not at Dust Falls was trying to tell a story, not just be one of those Telltale s games. 
Yeah. Um, you know, closer to a life is strange type deal. So yeah, yeah. That that's about how I played. I'm I'm sitting here debating about The Last of Us Part One. Um, because I've heard positive stuff, but also heard that if you have the remaster, don't waste your money. But then some people have said no, the visuals are worth it alone. So this might be a sale thing that I wait for. Um to check it out. And then um you know, of course, we have, you know, the other games coming out, which, um, you know, the rest of the month here uh, and coming soon, you know, God of War and stuff like that. Um, they'll be jumping in too soon. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot for us to talk about um, going forward. And uh, yeah, and then, um, yeah, I'll, I'll add it into this segment here. Um, next week will probably be, um, and this is a surprise to Tom as well. Um, we'll probably be announcing, you know, extra life details on the next podcast because um, we have to do that pretty soon um, because it is already September. So <laughs> uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, and we might have some games lists and stuff there and a, uh, a thing already cooking in the hopper for it um, that we, we may be able to announce um, next podcast. Uh, so that'll do it for... Um, what we've been playing, um, no topic this week because, uh, like I said, Tom just wanted to do this segment and, and talk about the uh, the retro roulette game. Um, but yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah next week will um, or next the next episode. Um, hopefully, we'll have all three of us here so we can discuss that uh, coming up. So, Tom, uh, this week's retro roulette game. Uh, I hosted. They called us a movie once, and I'm already I, I'm into that cadence of of taking actual commercial breaks. <laughs> uh, but um, anyway, uh, this week's Retro Roulette game was uh, Toki Tori for the Game Boy Color. Uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I can see how this was a great road trip game um, when you're the age Jen was when she got it. Um, yeah. This, it, I'll, I'll admit this, it's actually um, challenging but not hard if you kind of get what I'm saying. Um, yeah, where, it, it's, it makes you use your brain a little bit. Yeah, you have to sit there and go, okay, I only have so much of this. I only have so much of that. Okay, I got to figure out where the paths are. And a couple times I like ran out of items going, oh, if I go the other way, I don't need to. Okay. And then, you know, it usually took me two or three um, uh, on, the, on the more complicated ones. And by complicated, I mean the things where you had five or six of an item. Yeah. And like two or three of another item, you had to figure out where mix and match them. Uh, but yeah, I overall had fun with it. Um, I could, I could have obviously see it could be a very good meditative game. I didn't get much further than where we were. So I don't know if it gets increasingly frustrating um, as you go later into the game. Uh, but for those first couple levels, I mean, as <laughs> Jonathan was joking with me on the stream, um, it is, it was a baby game for babies, um, <laughs> in, in the literal sense, <laughs> like this was probably made for actual children. Um, well, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a Game Boy, Boy Color game. game. <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, so, you know, you know, it's probably doesn't like my, my adult gaming brain is going, oh no, this definitely has to get harder. You know, they have to start throwing a whole bunch of shit at you, but they might not. It might just be like a longer levels. That might just be how it gets more complicated. But um, yeah, do you have any uh, thoughts on it? Have you did you play through it? Did, or I what did you play saw? through it. 
I did play through it. Um, so it's it's an interesting idea. I've never played. I mean, because I don't really play puzzle games, so this was kind of the first puzzle game that I've really delved into. Um, the controls luckily weren't terrible. I had a I had a bad feeling when I was watching you play it. I was like, oh man, this is not this is not going to be fun. But it wasn't too bad. No. Um, the one thing that got me was there was only one song yes there was (laughs) there was one song and i was like man this this could get grating after a while especially with like it was it was like that really crunchy uh game boy kind of 8-bit sound so i can definitely imagine being in the car and if i didn't have headphones somebody would be like can you shut that thing off (laughs) <laughs> because it's like the same it's the same song over and over and over every level yeah. i was like oh maybe maybe you know it'll change as you get through the levels nope it is the exact same song over and over uh, it doesn't do anything special with the backgrounds and stuff uh the enemies are pretty simple to get by uh i like that they give you a weapon at some point that's nice yeah uh, um because a lot of times in games like that you don't have a weapon and you just kind of are sc- screwed if you run into an enemy, but I'm glad they, they had that. Uh, but it overall, it looked pretty nice for a game boy color game. A lot of times those games, they were just, they just looked like crap because of the way the game boy was, was created, but it was, it had pretty nice graphics considering the fact that it was, uh, from early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, the song thing, it's the feels like the perfect game because I don't think there's any sound cues that I can remember. Um, so it's definitely a game you can play on mute while in a car. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, if you didn't have headphones, that game was on mute a hundred percent, which is good. So um, yeah, I I can definitely see it as like a time waster. I keep saying road trip because I'm just thinking about the time period it came out. You know, like my game was I had a Game Gear and I played World Series Baseball. You know, just constantly. Um, you know, surprise from the games I mentioned on here that I played a sports <laughs> game constantly. Um, I played a sports game constantly too. I had Ken Griffey Jr. baseball that I, I think I played two full seasons in that game. Yeah. That tells you same. how much I was in the car as a kid. <laughs> I wasn't in the car as much as that, but I did get through almost a full season between trips to the Jersey shore and Donnie park and things like that. Um, my trips were to the middle of nowhere, Ohio. So, <laughs> A little bit longer. <laughs> a little bit of a longer trip, so I had plenty of time. When, yes. the, when it was light outside. Otherwise, I wasn't playing at all. Yeah. We yeah. eventually we eventually got those those like magnifying lights with that you so you could play at night because I think the Game Gear was backlit, so I was lucky. Yeah, the Game Gear was backlit, but I had an OG like a DMG original yeah. Game Boy green oh, screen, yeah. so I needed. Uh, I needed all the help I could get. So it yeah. magnified the screen and had a light on it. So we could play Pokemon at night on the way, on the way to my grandparents. house. Yeah. 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 Like definitely being boys of that generation, you know, we were, um, you know, inclined to do the sports stuff, um, on, on the handhelds when you're not playing things like Pokemon and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's what this game felt like. This game felt like, like the kid that's not into sports, like not saying a gender thing here or anything, but you know, kids not into sports, maybe not into RPGs, just something for him to play or her to play. Um, 
you know, while while they're, you know, sitting in the back and don't want to talk to their siblings or something. You know, it's enough of a thinker um, and they do enough to mix it up puzzle wise to not make it boring. I mean, I will say near the end of the levels, like the 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 worlds, I guess you could call it, um, you know, get slightly boring because it's basically they would near the last couple. It would just be like, all right, here's the level. But you have like everything at your disposal and the level should take about two and a half minutes. You know, yeah, that was another interesting thing is that it had like a part time. Yeah. Or like a uh, was it a part time or was it a time no, limit? You, time limit. Okay. And it was well, usually, that makes sense. Yeah, and it was usually like six minutes, but like some of the later ones were ten, like at the end of the worlds, and you're like, oh, they this one's going to be a long one. <laughs> They're giving you ten minutes um, for it, but yeah, I would recommend this for anyone that has one of what is it, the analog pocket um, uh, thing, because I yeah. doubt people still carry around their Game Boy colors. Ah, uh, you know. would be surprised, Mark. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, people probably have them, but I'm thinking like taking them out of the house. Um, but yeah, if you have an analog pocket, it's probably perfect because it probably upreses stuff and makes it look better. Yeah, well, the, the screen on the analog pocket is in, infinitely better than a Game Boy Color. But yeah. a lot. I'm going to go down a rabbit hole here. Uh, Game Boy mods have come a long way. So now you can get backlit screens and stuff for, yeah. uh, for Game Boy Color, for Game Boy Pocket, for... For all of those old old handheld systems that didn't have lights as a kid, you could pretty much find a color screen that had, or like an IPS style screen for them now. So, and I, a lot of there's a lot of different modding sites for them. So there's a huge community. Uh, if you look on Reddit, there is an actual Game Boy modding community. So go check that out if you're into handheld systems, because I kind of went down that. <laughs> that wrote a little yeah. bit myself yeah so yeah so a uh, recommendation from us um you know uh, if jen was here she'd probably rate it slightly higher than we will just from nostalgia factor um yeah. but um yeah speaking of that uh let's get into the score um tom what were you uh giving it i'm torn uh I don't I don't want to be mean to Jen, but at the same time, I got I think I gotta give it a two point two and a half. Cause okay. I because just for the mere I, I don't know. I'm torn between a two and a half and a three. If it yeah. I would give it a three if the music wasn't the same song over and over. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. I'm probably giving it a three just because I didn't hear the music as much as you did because I streamed it. So yeah, I, I, I heard it over and over and over and over. So yeah. I, again, it being a handheld game, you can turn it off and it'd be fine, probably. But for me, that it just it really hurt my head after a little while. Yeah, like I said, a good it's a good six gentlemen seven, you know, out of ten um, type of game. If obviously when I do a lot of my scoring, I put it in the time period it came out. Obviously, there's probably much better similar games nowadays um, with updated graphics and music and controls. But so. You know why I feel like I'm going to start to jump in here. No, good. I feel like the reason Jenny likes mobile games so much is because she liked this game. This that, game feels this game feels like a mobile game. That could be like, like a, a good video game psychiatrist moment there. I just had this that thought because it to when I was playing, I was like, man, this kind of feels like a game I'd play on my phone. Yeah. And it got it just got me thinking like, wow, maybe 
maybe this is why Jenny's so into mobile games because this game feels like one, and this was like one yeah. of her favorite games as a kid. So yeah, yeah, and I I would I would agree with your assessment in the sense that I think of all the games I can't quit, <laughs> and it's all the stuff that I played as a kid, like. Like, I'm not even talking Link to the Past, which prior everybody's laughing, thinking out there. What I mean is the games I own for Genesis and Super Nintendo and NES, outside of your prerequisite, you know, your Zeldas, your Marios, Sonics, you know, things like that, um, were all sports, you know. And what do I keep coming back to and playing all the time when they release new things, despite the fact that they're terrible most of the time? Sports games. So I could see that where it gets imprinted in your brain. You know, this is the type of game you like, of course. You know, so I could perfectly see the match of this in mobile games with anyone. Yeah. So, yeah. So um, I think it's that time, Tom. So let's spin, spin that wheel. wheel. Ah, oh. so it looks like, Tom that uh, your new adventure, and by new, I mean like two years old, um, into Saturn um, purchasing has yielded us our first Sega Saturn game. Why don't you announce which one it pulled? We are playing Daytona USA for the Sega Saturn. Quite yes, quite arguably the worst version of the game, but that's okay. That's why we're here. That's why, that's we're why I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to assume that it's either going to have the best sound chip for... Uh, Daytona games of the ones that I've played, meaning mostly comparing it to a 64. Um, or it's going to be so bad um, because the Saturn is <laughs> terrible. Um, the frame rate's not going to be good. Just yeah, a heads that, up. Oh, oh, it's going to perform terrible. Uh, I am not worried about that. Um, it's just sometimes that, that's, that's, that Sega sound chip can be its best asset or greatest enemy, depending on the game. So. That is for sure. <laughs> So looking forward to checking that out. Um, keep an eye on our Twitter um, at Game Ball Pod, just in case if, uh, you know, God forbid some of our Saturns do not work. I mean, we all have working Saturns here. So um, in case one of them just happens to not work, we might have a backup game um, yeah. to pick. So keep an eye on the Twitter uh, for that. Um, also, just follow us anyway. And if you have any questions, um, if you have any games, um, that you, I, I guess, a good uh, topic we could have got, but we'll just throw it out to the community on Twitter, um, and I'll have Jen uh, send out a poll uh, when this airs. Um, what was your uh, go-to driving game? Like when you not driving in games, but like your road trips when you were a kid. Uh, you know, what, what was, was your your handheld game of choice, choice. if you were if Correct. you were headed all, headed on a road trip with the family? Yeah, yeah. Feel free. We'll you know. Um, Open it up to the floor on Twitter, and we hope to see you there. Um, we're also on um, uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash GameBallPod, and we a uh, little, little erratic streaming schedule. Um, last week, um, we missed Monday and Thursday, uh, mainly because Monday um, I had a fantasy football draft, <laughs> uh, so I could not uh, stream. And uh, yesterday, or when we recorded this on Thursday, um, was the first night of college football season, and I was not streaming um, that night, despite the fact that I probably had more fun streaming than I did watching that football game. Uh, I'll let you decide which team I root for. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, we should be back to our regular schedule after the holiday. 
Um, so I will, I will definitely be back on Thursday for sure um, uh, this week because um, we're going to do Retro Roulette tonight um, and then on Thursday. And then I'll be back on Sunday um, for our next uh, choice game. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, and as I said, uh, keep checking on all social medias. Um, and we'll put out uh, the exact details of the Extra Life once we announce it uh, two weeks from today. So for t- so thanks again for listening. Um, I am Mark for Tom. We will see you next time. Bye.